Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 150. I'm your host, Alejandro Oveda. I want to thank you guys for pushing play this week to another Blazing Week. You guys already know we're off to a great start uh, for 2022. Uh, this podcast can be found on all your streaming services. Make sure you guys are sharing it. Make sure you guys are loving it. I hope you guys are following along this year. You know, we're going to have a strong year, and I hope you guys stay involved. Make sure you, you know, hit me up on my uh, Facebook fan page. Make sure you guys hit me up on my Instagram. Make sure you guys hit me up on Twitter. However you guys can do it, make sure you give me that feedback. One thing I want you guys to know is that you guys can depend on this podcast every Thursday. That's Thursday at not a specific time, but definitely make sure to uh, – Set your alerts or or favorite this podcast on 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 your uh, plat- platforms that you listen to it. Uh, but one thing is for certain that uh, this year we we're, we're going strong, we're going hard, we're definitely gonna keep up the motivation. And you know what, I've been feeling great lately. Um, not only have I been feeling you know this this uh, love that you guys have been sh- showing me, but also just the love I've been showing myself. I just want to take a quick second just to talk about you know. Um, mental health and, and the way that your mental could really uh, be adjusted. I, I think I'm a big firm believer that, you know, it takes um, two weeks to stop a, uh, a bad habit. You know, my bad habit has been drinking last year. I've, I've been really trying to cut back and I have cut back totally. I've been now sober for six months and I've been super proud of that. Um, I actually say this because last week was my first New Year's Eve without a lick of alcohol. I don't know when was the last time I haven't drank, Um, but I've been noticing that I've been way more happier, way more energized, ready to get the day going and and really starting to grind a little bit more. Um, Seeing a little pep to my step this year and and really taking that and and, and advancing that and trying to make it into uh, something of a great energy that I want everybody to share. Um, I'm not saying that you have to go sober to, you know, or anything, but one thing for sure is that it's gave me clarity of who I am, what I stand for and what I'm going to become. Um, this year was definitely one of the hardest years I would have to say in my life. Um, not only financially, not only physically, but mentally it was, it was a really, um, it was a luck stricken, you know, uh, year it really had its highs and it had a, a lot of lows um but i decided this year that i'm gonna leave those lows behind me i'm really gonna throw those in the trash and start taking off with my positive mindset this year um a lot of things i'm leaving behind a lot of things that that i've really wanted to uh, progress some things i have to just leave behind you know um, the one thing that I have for sure is my wife. I have my, my dog, I have my family. Um, and that's something that I'm going to look forward to in 2022 is really making a mark for who I stand for and what I am, uh, not only for this podcast, but for me as a person, you know, and everybody knows who I am, probably everybody that listens to the podcast. Uh, but if you guys want to learn more about me, make sure you guys, you know, do message me on Facebook, do message me on Twitter, and do message me on Instagram. One thing's for certain that 
I want to be there for the people that are there for me this year. So that's one thing that I'm going to be gravitating towards the most. Uh, but this podcast is definitely taking off. Like I said, we're, we're, we're going to be talking about a lot of new things. But one thing I want to start talking about is just making sure that we have a, a positive mindset uh, getting started in this podcast. And one thing that I've been learning to do is really just breathe, uh, breathe throughout my throughout the day. Just give 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 yourself 30 to a minute if you can just to close your eyes and just take a couple breaths and really think about what the day is going to entail. Uh, for me, you know, on a Thursday, it, it's really tough because I do have work and I do have to record this podcast on the same day. It, it, it's a tough feat, but I definitely get it done just by knowing that I have enough time throughout the day. Um, no matter what, if I had two minutes, I had three minutes, I still have enough time to, to at least get my mind and get my body ready for the day. Um, so one thing I like to do is just think about and visualize what I'm going to be doing throughout the day. And so today, I really visualize this podcast as being something that I want to motivate people to really just start thinking about your mental health, really start thinking about what's what's inside of you and really bring that out and not to be shy about what you are feeling because everybody has problems, everybody has things that they're going through, but you cannot feel alone if you if you do. And if you do feel alone, make sure you go find help. Make sure you guys, you know, get your support system that you guys need. My support system has been frail as of late. You know, I, I haven't really had much. Uh, one thing I had for certain is my wife. And, and that's one th person that I could trust on, one person I could depend on. And she could depend on me in the same way. So when we see that and, and we see that we actually have those outlets or you have that outlet, make sure you guys use it to your advantage and make sure you guys are being honest, not only with yourself, but honest with how you feel and, and, and definitely take on the day um, on a good note. So with that being said, just take a couple seconds, you know, take a breath and, and really think about uh, how today is going to go. Uh, but for me, I just wanted to talk about this week, just some just some uh, new music, new new movies. But I wanted to start off with uh, that new Nas album that came out called Magic. Um, Nas has been on a on a hit run right now. He it, he's definitely been making uh, great music. He's always made great music, but the last few albums that he has made definitely has um has made some uh made some noise uh, but for me i wanted to review uh this week's uh album magic um it's his 15th studio album um it was released actually christmas eve and it was it was uh released through his uh record label mass appeal uh but this is his third album which was produced by hit boy which you know he already did uh King's Disease 1 and King's Disease 2 um and now he's doing this uh magic album um with guest appearances you know he definitely has de uh guest guest appearances on there uh from other you know um producers but Hit Boy is definitely uh the main attraction uh and I, I love this kind of collab right now um, these two really make music fun again. You know, um, 
listening to a whole album, listening to the front to the back, and enjoying it through throughout the whole album. It, you know, it, you don't find that anymore. Uh, definitely, it has, you know, like, like it has a good up and down feeling, but one thing for sure is that I feel um, the one staple that I that I, I get from this album is Nas's age does not matter. Um, he's you know already at up up in age, but he's really doing it like he's still in his prime, you know. Um, and hearing this this Magic album, it, it really brought me back to when he was in his early stages. Well. I would say like in his middle stages uh, with Stillmatic uh, when he really had a lot to offer. I mean, not 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 that he doesn't have a lot to offer now, but uh, when you, get, you know, grow older, you, you kind of lose your appeal to the younger uh, generation. But I think right now he is actually giving so much to this younger generation that, you know, no other rapper ha- is doing that. I feel that he's he's really uh, showcasing that you don't need to feel you know your age. You just have to be about what you say, and what he's been saying in, in his albums is really talking about the future and how he wants to really help out the future and uh, the future of hip hop, amongst other things, business, uh, black culture, anything that it, that it has to do with what he's talking about. Um, and one thing for sure is that. He stays on a track right now. He, I mean, with this hip, with these hip boy collabs, he's really showing us another side of who he he is, uh, not only as an artist but as a man. Um, but with this with this uh, album Magic, he had definitely a lot of different hits that I wanted uh, to mention. But the ones that I really took took um, a liking for was Ugly. Um, Wave Gods, which was featuring ASAP Rocky and DJ Premier, and then Dedicated. I mean, this whole album was definitely something to listen to. I hope you guys uh, take the second to listen to this album and let me know what you guys have been listening to throughout uh, this week. And this week, we've been able to watch a lot of new movies. uh, But the movie I wanted to talk about this week was called Bruised. It's a Netflix original, and it's starring Holly Berry. Um, this movie was uh, definitely something that I wanted to talk about because it really portrays um, a great mother story. Um, it's really just about mother's dedication, you know. Um, really talks uh, takes you through a journey of um, a, a woman that is a fighter, a USC fighter, and ends up uh, having a loss and then has to try to find herself. Um, and throughout that time, you know, uh, from the loss to, you know, th- till, till the end, uh, she really had to go back and, and uh, face some demons, you know. Um, but it's really about, uh, just like I said, the mother's dedication. Um, it's about trust and responsibility. Uh, the patience that you have to have as a mother. Um, the camaraderie that it takes to grow uh to, to raise a, a, a kid while uh, trying to to still reach your goals. Um, and it's about figuring it out, you know, when you're at your lowest point. Um, with this movie, Halle Berry played a great, great role. Uh, she was the UFC fighter that 
I, I have to tell you, she really did great on the on the fighting scenes. Uh, but but definitely when it came to those parts where where the acting was necessary, she hit it on all cylinders. Um, Halle Berry is definitely one of my favorites. Has been one of my favorites. Haven't seen her in very many new movies, but with this Netflix original Bruised, I think she really uh, could make make a good uh, a good reason why she should win an award or or some sort of award for this movie. Um, and it was actually directed by Halle Berry as well. So this is this is just a special movie. I think everybody could enjoy. I think. Um, it could be for the whole family, but I think for a more mature um, audience, I think it, it it was superb. I think um, I want I definitely want to watch it again, uh, but I want to see more of these types of stories, which showcase you know different types of people. Um, I don't like the same old same old. That's why I like this kind of uh, story of a UFC fighter coming up. Uh, becoming one of the best fighters, then losing one of the biggest matches of her life, and then uh, trying to come back from that. You know, um, it's just a, it's a, it's a it's a it's a grit story where uh, you you feel like you are that person because some of these uh, happenings in the movie are real life. You know, real life situations. So you guys definitely got to check out Bruised on Netflix. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you guys have been watching. I definitely need more recommendations for a lot of new movies. I've been looking more towards like documentaries. So I, I definitely think my next movie is going to be uh, something in the documentary realm. But make sure you guys let me know what you guys are watching and give me any suggestions. Now let's talk about our local segment. And I want to talk about... Uh, the tragic fire that has closed one of Fresno's breweries uh, in the brewery district in downtown. It's Fresno's 411 Broadway Ells and Spirits. It was reported early last week as thousands of dollars worth of damage uh, happened to the to the warehouse. Um, and it was reported at, I think, 8 p.m., where firefighters were uh, called to put out the fire, and they found out the fire was in a corner of the building, uh, which they were able able to disperse uh, the flames. It was reported that there were no injuries. Uh, the fire department investigated the scene and discovered the fire was most, most likely caused by an electrical issue. But Fresno Fire estimated um, $10,000 worth of smoke damage throughout the building. You know, this is a devastating loss, especially during this COVID time for such a great place that housed some great uh, breweries. Uh, I know that Grayview Brewing was there, and I think Zach's was there. I think they also had, like, a sour spot there. Um, but I, I was never able to uh, to visit. But one thing for sure is we don't want to see any of these local businesses um, just go out of business, you know, especially in a, in a growing district like the brewery district. We need these kinds of places to really develop that downtown scene. And knowing that, you know, um, it was electrical fire, you got to think, you know, these these places are pretty old. These these uh, The renovations really need to be up to code uh, when it comes to the electrical side. Um, I'm, not too, I'm not an electrician, but I definitely know that, you know, it happens with a lot of old buildings. Um, so hopefully that 
you know, they, they really can get back on their feet, really make things uh, back to normal. I know it's going to take a while, but um, I, I just think, you know, it's devastating when it happens to a local business I or anybody at that, but definitely a local business that is up and coming, really trying to make uh, something new. Um, but this week, I wanted to also talk about the art hop that Spoke Easy will be hosting uh, for for the relief fund of the fire. Um, I think there will be a raffle, uh, which the proceeds will be donated to 411 Brewing. Um, Spoke Easy is a great place. They always do these types of relief funds for local businesses, local uh, breweries that, you know, are having hardships. Uh, but they will be donating a dollar for each uh, select draft purchase. Um, and that money will also go to um, the relief fund. So they'll, they'll be doing the raffle and then they'll be also doing a dollar for each pint that they sell will be going to uh, the relief fund. I think this is a great way to give back, great way to um, really check out some of the local businesses, especially during Art Hop. You know, you, you could definitely make a trip, have a beer there, um, or just hang out and see what, what, what it's about. You know, um, Spoke Easy, like I said, is a great spot. I made, I met a lot of friends and I really, uh, hope the best for, um, this event at Art Hop because, um, we need each other to really support one another. Um, especially when we're in despair or, or at the lowest points, we really need each other to, to uh, uplift each other. So I just want to give a shout out to Spoke Easy for doing this and also um, to 411 Brewing, hoping that they uh, get back to normal ASAP. But now I'd like to talk about some local music. And this week I was able to find another great local artist um, that I just had to review. Um, he goes by the name Halo the Human. Uh, this was actually my first time listening to uh, Halo the Human. I actually found him, well, was introduced to him uh, from MC Wix's The Arrival Release Party that will be held this Friday. Um, that will be January 7th, uh, 2022 at Olive Branch Tattoo Parlor, 942 East Olive Fresno, California, 93728. Um, and... Halo, Halo, um, the human will definitely be there. Um, he'll, I think he goes on right before Wix, which would be around the 10 to 10 55, um, uh, time. I, I think that's what time that he performs. Um, but definitely I, I, I had to go into it and really see, um, who this, who this artist was. So I took a chance uh, listen to his latest album called Time, Rub, Relax, and which is a 10-track uh, album. It's about 30 minutes of listening time. Uh, but my first impression from the cover art was kind of iffy, you know. But once I hit play, it took me almost on a journey that I wasn't ready for. His style, I, I, I can't really pinpoint his style because it's so different. Um, he has so many sounds, so many different sounds that I think he sounds like everybody. You know, not, not, and, and I'm not saying that in a bad way, but I'm saying it like you can't really pinpoint song by song, which um, is awesome because he's so diverse with this with this style. Um, 
but it reminds me definitely of a West Coast artist, hands down, because, you know, you, you can't really do funk. You can't really do uh, some of these uh, songs that, that he had without having, you know, an ode to the West Coast. Um, but I also wanted to talk about, like, he, he will be for, performing at MC Wick's uh, release party, which I wish I would be able to go to. Um, I just hope you guys will be able to go to that and let me know exactly what you guys thought about, you know, um, Halo the Human. Uh, but with the, with this latest album, I would have to say every song was was good. But my favorites are Gone featuring Brian Cade, Higher, and Where the Mothers. Um, this album has so much depth. Every song has a different mood. Um, his message is positive and also gives you some real game. Uh, keeps it definitely 100, especially with his song called Where the Mothers, which really hits home for uh, a lot of people in our generation. Um, hopefully, we can get more content from Halo the Human, uh, but definitely ch make sure uh, to check him out uh, when he hits the stage on Friday for MC Wix's album release party. Now let's talk about our local sports, and I just want to talk about the Fresno State men's basketball. They're 10-4 and four right now. Last week, the Dogs uh, announced that they will be postponing their New Year's game, which was versus Air Force. Uh, their January 5th game, which is uh, versus San Diego State, which would have been yesterday. And then uh, also this weekend's game, January 8th uh, versus Wyoming. This is due to COVID-19 related concerns. Uh, but if these games cannot be rescheduled, they'll just count as no contest. Uh, but that's also for our Fresno State women's basketball, who is 5-8. They've also had to postpone games last week, January 3rd at San Jose State. And also tonight's game, uh, January 6th versus Colorado State. Um, like I said, due to COVID-19 related concerns within actually our women's basketball program, um, they will reschedule these games or uh, they will be declared no contest. Hopefully they might be able to play sometime this month. Uh, but like I said, if they're not able to reschedule the games, they will be uh, counted as uh, no contest. So hopefully we get our uh, basketball teams back in action here at the St. Mark Center. But now let's talk about the NFL and I have to talk about what happened with the Antonio Brown situation, which took place at uh, the game versus the Jets. Um, Brown left the field taking his jersey and pads off, waving to the fans as he made his way down the sideline and eventually to the tunnel. It was first reported that Antonio Brown quit on his team while Coach Bruce Arians gave a statement after saying that he had uh, no knowledge that Antonio Brown was injured um, and that Antonio Brown was cut from the team. Earlier this week, Antonio Brown went to social media to release a statement saying that Bruce Arians was trying to force Antonio Brown to suit up while being injured. Brown also learned that the Buccaneers injected him with some dangerous painkillers that the NFL Players Association has warned against in usage to administer to uh, their players. So the NFLPA will be investigating this allegation 
as they take medical mismanagement very ser- seriously and especially especially making players play without checking uh, medical uh, checking them through medical protocols. Um, Antonio Brown said that his coach's allegations were false and also revealed that he has a bone, a bone fragment stuck in his ankle and he will be having surgery. Um, it is unsure when this investigation will take place, but it is certain that the NFL uh, and it is, it is not certain that the NFL will take any action. Even though Coach Arians confirmed that Brown is no longer on the team, the Bucks has have yet to release or place him under an exempt list. This type, you know, of incidents have occurred to uh, Antonio Brown's many times. You know, first off with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, which Brown was benched in week 17 in 2018 for a blow-up with QB Ben Roethlisberger. Then in February of 2019, he was found guilty for reckless driving and was traded uh, to the Oakland Raiders. He then never played a game for the Oakland Raiders as he missed time with frostbite from using cryotherapy machine uh, without using any footwear. He also was in dispute uh, with the Raiders uh, for preferring to wear an outdated helmet, which did not meet the league's safety standards. He then signed with the New England Patriots, but only lasted one game because he he was being sued for sexual assault claims and also uh, allegedly sent threatening messages uh, to a second woman who was also alleging sexual misconduct. Then in 2020, uh, uh, Antonio Brown was suspended eight games for uh, violating conduct policy after being arrested um, with charges of felony assault and battery from an incident with the driver of a moving truck. He eventually signed with the Bucks in 2020 and won a Super Bowl last uh, February. Then he was suspended three games for presenting a fake COVID-19 vaccine card which is a federal offense. Um, but there is a long history of drama with AB, which is in turn ruining his chances of becoming, in my thought, a Hall of Fame player. He definitely is one of the best wide receivers I have ever seen. Um, and we haven't seen a, a great wide receiver like this since probably Calvin Johnson. Um, I believe it's not fair for the Bucks and Coach Arian um, which asked him to play if, you know, if, if he was really hurt, especially after administering painkillers, which often leads to worse injuries. You know, we will see what will happen in the upcoming weeks as the playoffs will be played out next weekend. But also, uh, the Super Bowl is scheduled to be at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles on February 13th. But the recent spikes in COVID-19 there has been uh, some speculation that um, it might be moved to another destination. The stadium is home to the Rams, the Chargers, and is located in Inglewood, California, just outside of L.A. But California recently announced an extension of the state's indoor mask mandate until February 15th. Um, the state is currently working with the NFL regarding, you know, corona virus restrictions and protocols. 
the Dallas, Co- the Dallas Cowboys AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, has been named one of the facilities reportedly considered as an alternate stadium in Arlington. Um, but I'm gonna we're gonna have to see if there's gonna be any movement of the of the Super Bowl, and definitely gonna be on top of this uh, throughout the playoffs to make sure uh, that we know exactly where uh, the Super Bowl will be played at. Uh, but last week we seen some movement in the playoff picture. Uh, but first, let's get started with the NFC. Um, still at number one, we got the Packers, who are thirteen and three, and they're first in the NFC North. And then right behind them, the Rams, who went up in the standings at twelve and four, and now are first in the NFC West. At number three, the Buccaneers remain uh, twelve and four and first in the NFC South. At number four, the uh, Cowboys went down to number four after uh, being previously number two. Uh, they're 11-5, and they're first in the NFC East. At number five, the Cardinals, uh, they're 11-5, second in the NFC West. Uh, at number six, we got the 49ers, who are 9-7, third in the NFC West, and they have a chance to actually move up in the, in the um, standings. At number seven, we got the Eagles, who are 9-7, um, and second in the NFC East and on the bubble, uh, remains the saints who are eight and eight and second in the NFC South. Um, they play the Falcons this weekend and that could almost decide if they, they, they could make the playoffs. It depends on a lot of these teams who, who will be losing this weekend. Uh, now in the AFC, the playoff picture is much different and the order could change at any time this weekend. Um, but last weekend, the Titans took that number one spot, uh, 11 and five and first in the AFC South, uh, number two, the chiefs, um, who dropped down to number two, who are 11 and five, uh, first in the AFC West after their loss against the Bengals. Uh, the name, the Bengals dropped to, uh, jumped to number three after previously being number four, um, the Bengals who are 10 and six, um, they're first in the AFC North. Then we got the at number four we got the Bills who are ten and six, first in the AFC East. Then we got five uh, the Patriots ten and six, second in the AFC East. Six we got the Colts nine and seven, second in the AFC South. And then at seven we got Chargers nine and seven, second in AFC uh, West. And then on the bubble we got the Raiders who are nine and seven, third in the AFC West. Uh, Steelers, who are eight and seven, second in AFC North. Oh, eight and seven and one, one tie, and they're second in AFC North. And then at uh, we got the Ravens at eight and eight and third in the AFC North. So we got a lot of footballs left to be played. One more week of NFL. We're gonna see who the deciding factors are in the AFC. We got three ties right now, um, with the Chiefs, uh, Bengals, and I think we got. The Titans, yeah, I think they're all eleven and five. Oh no, no, the Bengals are ten and six, and the Bills are ten and six. And then we got the Titans that are eleven and five, and the Chiefs that are eleven and five. So there's still a lot of football to be played to see exactly what order this is going to be in. Um, definitely, AFC has a lot of uh, on the bubble teams compared to the NFC. So uh, a lot of football left to be played. Now for our week 18 matchups, we start off on uh, Saturday with the Chiefs versus the Broncos. 
and the Cowboys versus the Eagles. Then on Sunday, we have Washington football team versus the Giants, Bengals versus the Browns, Steelers versus the Ravens, Packers versus Lions, Colts versus Jags, Bears versus Vikings, Titans versus Texans, Saints versus Falcons, Seahawks versus Cardinals, Jets versus Bills, Panthers versus Buccaneers, Patriots versus Dolphins, 49ers versus Rams, and Chargers versus Raiders. So much football to be left to be played. Um, some of the key games that I'll be watching this week will be the Chiefs versus the Broncos, will be the Cowboys versus the Eagles, uh, Bengals versus the Browns, um, definitely the Steelers versus Ravens, um, Colts versus Jaguars has big potential to move uh, two AFC West teams into the playoffs. Um, the Saints versus Falcons, which the Saints need to beat the Falcons this week, but I've still got to go for my boys, the Falcons. Um, and then I'll also be watching uh, that 49ers versus Rams game. The 49ers could definitely jump up if they beat the beat the Rams this week. So a lot of football left to be played. I'm super excited for the, for the playoffs to start next week. Uh, let me know who you think is going to the Super Bowl. Uh, definitely for me, I'm definitely going for, I'm going to have to say the Chiefs versus the Rams. I don't know why, but just those two teams have been playing uh, real good this season. Packers, I know, are number one, but I, I definitely think they could be beat in this this year's playoffs with the, the NFC looking like it is this year, like a madhouse, crazy I can't wait. Make sure you guys uh, tune in next week for more on the NFL. Now let's talk about the NBA. And in the NBA, I just want to talk about the power rankings right now. I mean, we got a lot of changes in the in the league going on. Uh, we got right now the top five teams are the Grizzlies, which have been playing uh, without John Morant. Uh, they look really good, uh, especially knowing that, you know, Morant, um, scores 30 points per game. Uh, but without them, they have now won six games in a row. Uh, their defense is looking so strong. They've been able to keep up with some of these uh, higher-end teams. Um, and I think the Grizzlies have a chance to actually get back into uh, a better standing in the Western Conference. Uh, but at number four, we got the Phoenix Suns. Um, they lost to the Celtics. Um, in their final game of 2021, uh, but look to to come back in a in a major way. Uh, Devin Devin Booker has been leading the way, you know, really scoring the ball well. Uh, he's averaging 26 per game right now, um, but also uh, DeAndre Ayton and Javale McGee have been doing their part, both putting up some great numbers uh, in points and also rebounds. Um, they look as if. They're still in playoff form from last year. Um, and then at number three, we got the Jazz. And Utah's only uh, losses last week came to the Warriors at home. Uh, but they beat the Wolves and they beat the Pelicans and Nuggets. Um, they actually have uh, the Western Conference Player of the Month in Dominic Mitchell, who has really been averaging 26-plus points a game. Uh, he's been shooting the ball really well. Um, and Rudy Gobert, to me, one of the best centers in the league, uh, has been out of the lineup. Uh, but he's been able to get um, Bojan Bogdanovic 
um, to, to go off uh, last game for 36 points. So we'll see if the Utah Jazz has what it takes to really make it into that Western uh, top seeds. Um, at number two, the Warriors. Um, they started off the new year with a win against the Jazz and the Heat, uh, but went ice cold against the Mavericks uh, on Wednesday. Um, they have Curry in the lineup. Um, who hasn't been shooting the ball very well since uh, getting the record. Uh, he's been t- shooting 27% from the field. Uh, but Andrew Wiggins has continued to really showcase his skills and making a real case as uh, as to being uh, an all-star this year. Um, they're going to have a tough road ahead of them as well. Uh, but the Warriors are at uh, the number two spot. And then at the number one spot, we have the Bulls, who have been playing out of their mind with um, DeMar DeRozan, who's been really showing um, why he's the most underrated, I would have to say most underrated player in the league this year. You know, he's been uh, scoring the ball really well, shooting the shoot, shooting the three ball really well. He had uh, back-to-back game-winning three-pointers, actually, the last two games. Um and the and the and the uh, Bulls continue to really showcase their defense um, using you know Caruso um, and uh, DeRozan uh, and Zach Levine really stopping these Eastern teams and expanding you know their Eastern dominance um, every game. So I have a, a lot of uh, trust that the Bulls may remain number one seed in um, in the Eastern Conference throughout the year, but. We'll definitely see as, you know, the NBA is really taking taking off now in 2022. But I definitely have to talk about my Lakers, who are now on the winning side of things. Um, they had a perfect week for the uh, – and LeBron has been playing like an MVP. Uh, he's, he's scoring right now 33 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists. Um, but the big story right now is Malik Monk, who has really stepped up for the Lakers um, after being traded from the Hornets last year. He was definitely, a, I wouldn't even say a third option, a fourth option, but he's showing that he's uh, definitely a weapon in the half court while, you know, AD has been out of the lineup. They've been really uh, using the small ball method and really uh, been seeing some success. Um, but Malik has been shooting 48% from three-point range. And now that the Lakers are moving above 500, we are now looking at that number seven spot in the Western Conference. Um, I love the NBA, and especially during this time of the year, especially when All-Star Weekend is uh, uh, coming in February. We're, we're on our way to the second half of the season. So make sure you guys stay with the podcast as the NBA season uh, becomes even better. But I want to thank you guys for pushing play. You know, thank you for all the love. Make sure you guys support your mental health. Make sure you guys are doing what you guys need to for uh, the year of 2022. We're moving in a different way. We're motivated. We're here to stay. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Make sure you support all your businesses, all your local businesses, all your local podcasts. Um, I'm Alejandro Vena. I'm signing off episode 150.